This episode of Sound Detectives is presented by Half Price Books. And I'm looking for my next read. You know, sometimes I use books to learn a new hobby, find new recipes, or maybe I'll read a biography, you know, to get inspired, take a walk in someone else's shoes. At Half Price Books, there are so many different stories to choose from. There's an endless world to explore within the store itself, from music to movies, comics, games, even toys, and, of course, books. Because a good book can take you anywhere you want to go. Ah, perfect. Thanks to Half Price Books, I think I found the right story for me. Stay tuned. are missing. This calls for a certain team to solve this mystery. Sound detectives. Hunch knows the ropes got his start on the street. Sound detectives. I'm Audie the ear here with heart and feet. Sound detectives. A detective duet who are ready to get the world back. The laugh of the hyenas. The clinking of coins as they enter a vending machine. The infernal chirping of a smoke detector. All of those mysteries solved. And all those sounds returned. In fact, this case is going better than I could have ever imagined. But it's about more than just the missing sounds. It's about stopping the person responsible. And I have a hunch I know who's behind this whole mess. Now I'm faced with the hardest task yet. Telling my junior detective, Audie, that the sound swindler, the dastardly villain pursued the world over, might just be her best friend, mentor, and maker, LeVar Burton. Oh, yeah, yeah. Audie, come on in. Don't forget to take your boots off. I want to talk to you about something. It's important. It might change everything. Lamar really is the best, isn't he? Every week he's been calling, checking in on us. Remember last Friday when he sent us pizza? I ordered the pizza. Oh, yeah, but we ate it because Lavar introduced us. And now we're working together. I mean, we owe it all to him. LeVar knew you were the world's greatest detective and that you could use a hand. <laughs> I mean, an ear. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you may want to sit down for a moment. Shouldn't we get cracking, though, Hunch? Like you always say, another day, another dollar. Not exactly sure how that applies here, but <laughs> I see a blinking light, which means we have another voicemail, another case, and boy, golly gee, I can't wait to dig in. <sighs> okay, Audie, you press play and we'll chat after we hear the assignment. New message from LeVar Burton. Good morning, detectives. 
It appears the sound swindler is playing a bit of hide-and-seek. Remember, we don't have time for games. There are sound mysteries to solve. Better to focus on returning what's lost rather than tracking down someone who clearly doesn't want to be found. You've done an excellent job thus far. In fact, you two make this mystery-solving business look easy. If only I had your gift for problem-solving, it would certainly come in handy right about now. You see, I've been going through kind of a tough time lately. I've got this personal problem, this dilemma, this snag that's really troubling me. So I appreciate your help more than you know. <clears throat> anyway, this next sound is a real head-scratcher. But you know what they say, three ears are better than two. Good luck. See, Hunch? LeVar really appreciates our work. Adi, I need to tell you something. Last week, while you investigated the creaky door at that spooky mansion, I went looking for the sound swindler. <gasps> Without me? Well, why didn't you tell me, Hunch? Uh, I needed to be able to focus. Uh, Adi, please, you need to stand on a towel. You're dripping all over the place. You're oh, sopping wet. Sorry. <sighs> Listen, when I have a hunch, I follow it. And I needed peace and quiet to be able to investigate. I thought you sent me out on my own because you believed in me. Not because you were trying to get rid of me. Audie, this is bigger than you. It just really hurts my feelings. I'm sorry. But I wasn't sure you were ready for this. You know, to be a good detective, you need to face some uncomfortable truths. You need to be able to ask the hard questions. Like, how has LeVar been able to track down these sounds? Could he be the swindler? I thought we were past all this. Sometimes it's about trusting the people around you. He's LeVar, the man who loves sounds maybe even more than I do. How long have you been a detective, Adi? Three weeks? Half my life. Three weeks? Mm-hmm. So I've been doing this my whole life. You know, if I need to follow this lead on my own, I will. Remember that piece of computer circuitry that they connected to the sound swindler? Now who's good with computers and has a technical mind? LeVar. And, and did you hear him in that voicemail? What's the big problem he talked about? You know, good people can get mixed up in bad things. We can solve the sounds, but we need to stay vigilant. Now let's listen to that sound and get cracking. I think you got the wrong idea about LeVar, but we can work on the sound. Okay, it's in this little canister here. Let me just open it. I just... I just don't understand. I don't understand why you, you keep accusing LeVar. Uh, I can't even focus on this sound, Hunch. Huh, the sound is repetitive. I don't know. It's not organic. I don't have any thoughts. Something mechanical. Is it? Um, very jolting. You know what this makes me think of, Doesn't Adi? make me think of anything besides how wrong you are about LeVar. Uh, it makes me think of my youth. Of course it does. You see, I was always short for my age. I was a short, stocky child. Slow to grow. You know, I was actually about your size for yeah. a very long time. Three feet, five inches. And I wasn't much bigger as a teenager. Hmm. And you know, when you're short like that, you can't do a lot of things, including ride carnival rides. Ah, uh, whatever, Hunch. I don't want to hear about one of your stories, okay? It always takes us off track. We're supposed to work on the case. 
But, you know, maybe instead I should just go sploosh in some puddles again because hmm. I don't even feel like I know anything about this sound. I don't feel like I know anything about anything anymore. Maybe you're right. Maybe you should go sploosh in puddles again. Okay. Um, but I should let you know that the reason I'm remembering this sound is because as a teenager, I worked at an amusement park. Amusement park, huh? Yeah. And well, I wonder if you'd like to maybe go visit one. A place with fun rides with whirly whirls and... Whirly doos? No, no, but if you'd rather stay here and splash in puddles, that's fine. I can go investigate the amusement park on my own. Ups and downs and rounds and rounds? Yeah, all of that. Side to sides. Woos and woos and yays and yays. And whoop dee doos Yeah, well, I guess it's good for the case that we go to that really fun place you're talking about. For the case. Ah, for the case. For the case. Come on. came here. Oh, this, this place is amazing. Yeah, buddy, this is an amusement park. There's so much to see here. I don't really know where to start. Oh, oh, oh. This is the stand where you throw rings on bottles. Oh, wow. And you, you can you can win a stuffed bear? Yeah. Oh, that makes a great sound. A little think, 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 think. When the ring hits the bottle. A little think, 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 think. Ooh. Oh, and the smell of the salt air. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The salt air, because we're right by the beach, I. Creaky creak of the boardwalk underneath our feet. Uh-huh, and you smell that? It's kettle corn. Oh, yeah. That smells amazing and makes a great sound. And what is that cloud they're making? Punch, what's that big cloud on a stick? Oh, 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 Audie, that's cotton candy. I can eat that? Oh, it's amazing. It's like they take sugar and they make it into a light little poem that melts on your tongue. Oh, please, Hunch, can we? You know what? Why not? Oh, oh, oh. It Jeez. dissolves immediately. Two bites, Hottie. How did you finish all that cotton candy in two bites? We'll never understand. Oh, wow. There's so many games and so many bright colors. I feel like everywhere I look, there's something amazing to see. Oh, and Hottie, you see this building? Yeah. It's a fun house. What a fun house. It's filled with all kinds of mirrors and slides, and every time you look in one of the mirrors, you look like a different person. Oh, well, here I am tall, here I am small. Oh, is it just me or do I... Look like a nose? You got it! That's right, Adi. This mirror makes you look like a nose. Wow, this is amazing. I can't believe one of your first jobs was here. I'm surprised you ever took on another job, Hunch. Actually, now that you mention it, this was where my very first job in the amusement park was. Here? Right at this roller coaster. Wow. Mm-hmm. Look at how zoomy woomy tall and small it is. Oh, it's very zoomy woomy. It's called the Wildcat. Meow. Adi. This roller coaster is very special to me. It looks amazing. Yeah, I'll never forget my first day working here. It was a little embarrassing. Oh, yeah? What happened, Hunch? Mm-hmm. A bunch of people got on the roller coaster, and I was eating a bunch of fried pickles, Adi. Uh-huh. Because I also work the fried pickle stand. Oh, I see that. So on my breaks, I would work the fried pickle stand, and then I'd come back, and I'd sit here with a bunch of fried pickles. Uh-huh. And at one time, the roller coaster came down, and I got really scared. I threw all my fried pickles into the air. Oh, pickles. Oh, and everyone came back down on the other side of the roller coaster, and they were covered in fried pickles. I don't know, Hunch. That doesn't sound like that big of a deal. Oh. Adi, please. I'm sorry. This is a very emotional story for me. I'm sorry, Hunch. Long story short. It sounds like a big deal. Everyone was covered in pickles. It was a huge deal, Adi. And uh, they let me keep my job. Well, that's pretty kosher of them. I think, Adi, please. Sorry. Listen, Hunch. Uh Now that we're up this close to the Wildcat, I have to point out we can still hear its sound, which means this isn't the sound that went missing. Hmm. But I suppose we should still investigate so we can compare and contrast. I wonder if there's something we can learn from this sound. And I wonder if maybe the best way to do that is to 
Ride the coaster. Okay, Adi, but before you get on, we gotta measure you. Make sure you're tall enough to ride. Perfect. You have to be three feet five inches to ride this ride. And what do you know, Adi? I'm three, three feet, feet five, five inches. inches. Wahoo! Okay, let's take a seat. Now, one of the attendants is gonna come by and buckle you in, so make sure to put your arms up so they can slip the buckle right over you. All right. Here, put my little arms up. And I'll do the same. Oh, boy, I can't wait. All right. Whoa, here we go. Here we go. Okay, as we go, I'm hearing a lot of click, click, click. Click, 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 which is very close to the sound that the sound made. You're right. There are a lot of similarities. Wow, we sure are going up, aren't we? Oh, it's pretty high, Audie. You know, um, there were no clicks or missing sounds, so I don't mm. think that's exactly the same. You know, though, Hunch, I feel like I should open the little canister on this ride. Whoa! So we can compare the sound. Whoa! And see if there's anything to learn. Whoa! Opening the canister. Okay, so our sound has a little bit more of a motor, not like the click and clank of the chain of these carts. I think it's more of a vehicle. Actually, it reminds me of the startup of a cart. We heard a lot of those when we were at the Daytona 500, but those were more of a zoom, zoom, vroom, vroom, because their motor is inside the car. This sort of sounds more like the motor's outside. Yeah, more of a blah, 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 blah. Right, like maybe the back of a certain motorbike? Hmm. Or even something bigger? Say, Hunch, do boats ever have motors? They do. They're called motorboats. Well, do you think we should check out a motorboat to compare the sound? I think it's an excellent idea. But first, I think we need to... Finish this coaster. Whoa! And then maybe we could get on a motorboat. Pose for the picture. There's a bug. Oh. We'll be right back. Welcome back to our adventure with Half Price Books. Today's story is taking us off the bench and on to the field. Ah, sunshine, snacks, and hey, the bases are loaded. And I've got the best view here in the dugout. This stadium is shaking with excitement. He swings. It's a high fly to left field. It's... It's... it's a grand slam! Oh, that's a hard act to follow. <sighs> okay, I'd better get out of here before I get called up to bat. At Half Price Books, stories can take you anywhere you want to go. Now, let's get back to our episode. Wow, I don't know. I haven't been on this boat yet, but it might be just as exciting as that roller coaster. Maybe even more exciting. Why do you say that? I don't know. It's just so many thrills today. It's pretty cool. And you know what's even cooler? That LeVar lent us his personal motorboat. Isn't that so generous? Oh, brother. Isn't it so kind of him to give us this boat? And isn't he a cool guy for having his own motorboat? You know, LeVar may not be everything he's cracked up to be. you know what's even cooler about having your own motorboat when the motorboat's one of your very own inventions? This boat is actually more environmentally friendly because it runs on alphabet soup. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear that last part. It runs on what? Alphabet soup. Okay. A, B, C, yeah, later, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, can you imagine someone as generous and kind as LeVar ever doing anything nefarious? I can't because someone this cool would never do anything that bad. Uh-huh, I'm sure. Oh, my gosh. And another cool thing about LeVar is how much he just, like, believes in you and me and how much he wants to share sounds with okay, the world. Okay, Adi, enough about LeVar. Maybe let's focus on the boat, shall You're we? You're right, because that's what LeVar would want us to do. Oh. I'll go ahead and start up this boat. Okay, Adi, let her rip. Gotta get to the bottom of this sound swindler stuff. Hmm. I, I, it's gotta be him. He invented this boat. He, he's great with technology. He left a computer circuit at a crime scene. Uh, it's all adding up. Lavar's got to be involved somehow. I just gotta figure out how exactly. Oh, but Adi's gonna be so hurt. Hmm. Uh, what do you think, Hunch? I'm sorry? Are we getting closer? What are you saying? Oh, I'm just zooming around. What's that about grape slime, Adi? I can't hear you very well. Woo! What sound does a motorboat make when all the other boats turn and look and go, dang! Woo! I, I'm sorry, Adi. What did you say? You said you're slanging slang? What, uh, Adi, I can't hear you. What sound does a motorboat make when it goes faster than this is designed for? Woo! Adi, why are you resigning? What did you say about your resigning, Adi? I can't hear you, Adi. You really can't hear? Not very well, Adi. Uh, oh! Okay, now that we're idled, this sounds a lot like our mystery sound. It's a low grumble. It had something start. We know that for sure the sound that went missing isn't. Motorboat jumps over its own wakes, wahoo, wahoo, because I could definitely hear that. I don't know, Adi. I'm still having trouble hearing anything at all, actually. Even you. I, I can barely hear you. Oh, sorry, Hunch. Um, well, here, let's try to let you listen to the original mystery sound. Oh, I'll just uh, open that. We hand me that little metal. I'll just get it. Uh, 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 I'll just open this little metal canister. Got a little wet in the spray. Ooh. Okay. Nope. Oh. Uh, I don't think that's a motorboat sound. But that's okay. Just like you taught me last time, sometimes guesses can get us closer to the right answer, so... It's not a motorboat. Maybe there's other vehicles that are closer. Hmm. Submarine. Dag nabbit, Adi. I'm going to have to give my ears a little Jet a little scratch. I, I can't hear anything at all. Ugh. Cruise Ew. ships. Oh, you all right there, huh? Adi, what is this? I've got all kinds of waxy goo in my ear. Everything is muffled. Oh, sorry, Hunch. You couldn't hear any of that? We're going to have to help you first. Well, I think you know exactly what's coming up. What? with Audi the Ear. Hey, that's me. Who, you? Ha ha ha. What'd you think of that intro? I love relaxing your ears. Oh no. Earwax seems gross, but it's got an important role in keeping your body healthy. It naturally cleans and protects your ears. It's not really wax at all. It's technically called cerumen. It's produced by sweat glands in your ear. Wow. Oh, so you heard me. Earwax protects the ear by trapping and preventing dust, bacteria, and other germs and small objects from entering and damaging the ear. 
the smell of earwax naturally repels insects. And scientists have been working on a biodegradable bug repellent from human earwax. Wow, what can't scientists do? I know! Most of the time, your body will get rid of earwax for you. When you talk or chew, the movement of your lower jaw helps move the wax through your ear canal. Your earwax travels toward your outer ear, picking up dirt and debris with it, magically cleaning them out for you. You should never stick anything into your ears to get rid of your wax. Because you can accidentally push it back into your ear canal. But if you feel like you have a buildup, sometimes you can use hydrogen peroxide and water to solve the problem. But you'll need adult supervision whenever you put anything in or on your body. All right? Hunch, you are an adult. You can supervise yourself. If you want, uh, we can try to clean out your ears for you. Well, conveniently, Adi, I have a little bit of hydrogen peroxide right here. There we go. Hey, and this is particularly important when you're in these seaside places. Oh, yes. You don't want to get swimmer's ear. Adi, thank you so much. You saved the day again. And by the day, I mean my ears. Oh, that concludes another fascinating episode of Waxing on Ears. You got wax in your ears. Now your ears are so clear with the wax from your ears. Waxing on ears. Waxing on ears. Thanks, Hunch. You're welcome. Well, that solved my ear crisis, Adi. All right. Well, that means you can finally re-listen to our mystery sound. All right, let me open the little canister. Mm-hmm. Now... The sound doesn't seem to be on tracks like a train or a roller coaster. Right. And its startup sounds a lot like the motorboat, but it sounds like it might have a wheel. And I feel like I can hear sounds of slight breaking or moving. It definitely doesn't have any splashing, so I think it might be something that's moving on gravel or yeah. dirt. Whatever it is, it's definitely something that people use to travel around. Right. But it doesn't sound as big as a car or, or a bus. My goodness, it really reminds me of something. I just can't put my finger on Oh, oh, oh! In India. India, there's a special mode of transportation. It's not a car or a bike or a boat. It's something different entirely. Oh, yeah? See, in a lot of the big cities, you have a vehicle called an auto rickshaw. An auto rickshaw is powered by a motor, and they help people get around. They have three wheels, one in the front and two in the back, and they can hold up to four people. See, most rickshaws don't have doors or windows, kind of like a motorcycle, so it's really easy to hear the sound of the engine. All right, three wheels, up to four people. I'm listening to you. It might be one thing. It could be an auto rickshaw. Hold for swoosh. Holding for swoosh. Boy, oh boy, it's time to sit back, relax, and say sound solved. Sweet, sweet swoosh. We did it. We solved it. Yeah, yeah. Adi, what do you say we grab a cotton candy? Oh, I would love one. It's as big as me. Whoa, don't finish that whole thing. You're going to shock, buddy. Beverly Beekman coming to you live with an update on the missing sound situation. The auto rickshaw has returned to the streets. And there's a lot of names for this vehicle. Some people call them tuk-tuks, like the sound that the engine makes. In southern India, they just call them autos. Folks use them daily for transportation throughout India and other countries around the world, like Thailand, Egypt, Nigeria, and Indonesia. 
You can hail an auto driver on the street or on an app, kind of like a taxi. And without the sounds of the autos, accidents were happening all over the place. Passengers were missing their rides and chaos ensued. And we're here with one of those passengers, Anil, in India, to tell us more. Anil? My life was incomplete without the sound. I could not get to work on time. I'm glad this has been found and uh, hope no one else steals it again. Me too. Anil, can you tell us about where you live? I live in India, a city called Bangalore, which is one of the most beautiful cities known as Garden City. So every nook and corner you'll find gardens, you'll always see some colorful flowers blooming on the way to work. I can see that. And why is an auto rickshaw important to your everyday life here in Bengaluru? So for me, autos are an integral part of my life every day. It's easy to access, uh, it's available all the time. And it's much quicker and faster compared to any taxis because it can navigate through all the small lines and small roads and and they know the roads better than anybody else. And you can just zip right through in an auto rickshaw. Now let's talk about the sounds of the auto. They're different from a car or a bus. What does it sound like to you? The tuk-tuk that you hear, right, which is the motor sound or the engine sound is the first thing that you hear. So it's like you can distinguish from any sound that you hear, right, though that's an auto which is coming in your way. Right. And there's something else cool that I learned about the sounds of the autos. Some auto drivers actually program their horns with a special honk. So we have different types of honks. Uh, You can have your uh, favorite music track as a honk. But the most interesting one I have heard so far is where they try to imitate different vehicles. So here you see autos imitating a sound that a bus make or a honk that a bus make, which is very piercing sound that you hear, loud sound. Now when you turn back and look is when you, you'll be surprised. You're like, oh, it's coming from the small vehicle, you know. And they get other drivers to move out of the way thinking a bus is coming through. That is very clever. Well, here in India, the streets are alive and bustling with the sounds of cars, buses, taxis, and of course, autos. This has been a special report for Major News. New message from LeVar Burton. Punch! Audie, you've done it again. Great job, team! Listen... I apologize if I've felt a little distant as of late. My mind has been elsewhere, but this case has my wheels turning, and that big problem I've been preoccupied with? Well, it's feeling a lot less daunting. At this rate, the sound swindler will be nothing more than a footnote, and the grand opening of my museum of sound will go off without a hitch. (laughs) It's actually working. I mean, keep working. Keep working. I see a shiny Congressional Medal of Honor in your future. Sound good to you? Sounds great to me. Huh. Now that was another strange message from LeVar Burton. Aw, come on, Hunch. No, it wasn't. He was just saying we've done a great job, and at this rate, the Museum of Sound will open on time. There's nothing strange about that. I promise you got this all wrong. Look, Adi, if you don't believe me, then maybe you should pay LeVar a visit and investigate for yourself. Well, sure, I will. I would love to see how the museum is coming along and have a perfectly normal chat with LeVar.
are. Great. I'll just go visit him now. I'm sure we'll be perfectly normal. Well, then good. We agree. For, for once this day. Fine. 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 Stay tuned after the credits. I've got another sound mystery that I'm hoping you can help me solve. Sound Detectives features the voices of Jessica McKenna, Vinnie Thomas, and yours truly, LeVar Burton. This episode also features Anil Kumar. Our newscaster is voiced by Julia Smith. Thank you to Osmo's team for providing today's sounds. To learn about Osmo's Reading Adventure, a new phonics-based learn-to-read program, visit www.playosmo.com. This episode was written by Julia Smith, Joanna Sokolowski, and Isabel Redmond-Dolce, and produced by Julia Smith and Joanna Sokolowski. Additional dialogue is by Jess McKenna and Vinnie Thomas. Our story editing is by Josephine Martirana and John Delore, with additional story editing by Matt Powers. Our sound design, engineering, mixing, and additional original music is by Brendan Burns, with additional sound design by Tamika Weatherspoon. Our managing producer is Tamika Weatherspoon, and our associate producer is Talon Stradley. Original theme music by Adam Dybert and Jessica McKenna. And our artwork is by Aaron Nestor. Sound Detectives was created by Julia Smith and Joanna Sokolowski. Our executive producers are Josephine Martirana for Stitcher, LeVar Burton, Isabel Redmond-Dolce, and Sangeeta Patel for LeVar Burton Entertainment, and Julia Smith and Joanna Sokolowski. Hey there! Thanks to you and the Solvall Squad, we figured out the mystery sound from the last episode. Let's give it one more listen. You helped us identify that sound as a bike pump. You know, I'm sensing a theme here. Pumping up a bike tire, listening to the tuk-tuk of an auto rickshaw. We're talking about ways to get you moving, to go where you want to go. Now, it's time for a new mystery sound. Ooh, let's hear that one more time. This one is tricky. It sounds like rainfall, but I don't think that's it. It does have lots of quick little splashes with bubbles popping. Like, like, like boiling. And it's making me a little hungry. I'm stumped. However, I bet you know what it is. Need some help? Visit SoundDetectivesPodcast.com for a peek at Detective Solvall's handbook. We'll reveal the answer next episode, along with a brand new sound for you to solve. Sound good to you? Sounds great to me. This episode of Sound Detectives was presented by Half Price Books. Thanks for tagging along on another adventure. Was that Jackie Robinson rounding third? Half Price Books understands the importance of helping kids discover their love of reading from an early age with stories and adventures that take kids to places they've never been before. Learn more and find your local Half Price Books at hpb.com. And thank you to Half Price Books for sponsoring this episode of Sound Detectives. Stitcher. 